Welcome back, my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners. David here at Insightful Devotion. It is such a joy to have you back tuning in to hear an encouraging and uplifting word the Lord has given me to share with you all. And if you'd like to receive some more inspiration throughout the week, you can follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram at Insightful underscore Devotion and Twitter at Insightful Devo One. Well, in today's topic, I want to discuss on how we need to stop complaining. A scripture that comes from Philippians chapter two, verse 14 through 16 says, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault and a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. We must stop complaining. Yes, I know it seems easier to say than to do it. Yes, I know that all of us, including myself, tend to struggle with complaining in some area within our lives. For some, it's more noticeable compared to others. But the bottom line is complaining is still complaining. Don't get me wrong and do not mistake what I'm trying to say. There are some things in our lives that can come out of nowhere and have us frustrated. And we may dwell on it for a while on how unfair it is, but we have to move on and not linger in a state of complaining when we serve the God who has come to give us life and life more abundantly. The complaint I'm referring to and which God hears is that we may acknowledge things that are upsetting us within our lives, but we don't repeat the cycle of complaining by staying there. Psalms number 55 verse 1 through 5 says, Give ear to my prayer, O God. And do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and hear me. I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they bring down trouble upon me and in wrath they hate me. My heart is severely pained within me and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me and horror has overwhelmed me. But verses 16 through 18 and 22 through 23 shows us how although David had been contemplating on his situation, David didn't allow his situation to overtake him because he reminded himself on how God cares for his children and will help them because God will never leave us nor forsake us. Psalms number 55 verse 16 through 18 and 22 through 23 goes on to say, as for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. For there were many against me. Cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O God, shall bring them down to the pit of destruction bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. The main thing we must understand is that we must trust in God, just as David just said. You see, we can count it all joy in our circumstances and situations and our trials and tribulations because God is with us during those times as well as the good times. So when we complain to God for things going on in our lives and what's happening all around us, yet we do not remind ourselves of God as David did, then we are lacking trust in God. 
The definition of complaining is the expression of dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. We see this to be true in scripture from people who complain that weren't grateful and weren't wanting to trust in God. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verses 19 through 39. So we left Mount Horeb as the Lord our God had commanded. We traveled through all that vast and dangerous desert you saw on the way to the mountain region of the Amorites. At last we came to Kadesh Barnea. Then I said to you, we have come to the mountain region of the Amorites, which the Lord our God is giving us. The Lord your God is giving you this land. Go ahead, take possession of it, as the Lord God of your ancestors told you. Don't be afraid or terrified. Let me pause and make it clear that you've heard what I was just reading in Scripture correctly. The Lord our God is giving us this land, meaning it's yours, take possession of it, and don't worry about it because we later see why we are to not be afraid within verse 29 and 30. The scripture goes on to say that all of you came to me and said, let's send men ahead of us to gather information about the land for us. Have them report to us about the route we should take and the cities we'll come to. It seemed like a good idea to me. So I chose 12 of your men, one from each tribe. They left and went into the mountains. When they came to the Eshkol Valley, they explored it. They took some of the region's fruit with them and brought it back to us. They reported, The land that the Lord our God is giving us is good, but you rebelled against the command of the Lord your God and refused to go. You complained in your tents and said, The Lord hates us. That's why he brought us out of Egypt. He wanted to hand us over to the Amorites so that they could destroy us. Where are we going anyway? Our own men have discouraged us by saying the people there are taller and stronger than we are. The cities are big with sky high walls. We even saw the people of Anak there. Wow. I have to pause and say something. God had just told them that he was going to give them the land. Then after the spies come back after seeing the land, they said in verse 25, the land that the Lord our God is giving us is good. Now we see where the 10 out of the 12 spies had rebelled against God by complaining and not putting their trust in God and have even begun to spread those complaints to others and discourage them from what the Lord had just said he was going to do. This is the same God that had just previously delivered them out of Egypt that protected them and because they saw with their natural eyes and not their eyes of faith, they begin to complain. This is true for all of us. We get into debt, some of us, and complain that we'll never get out of it. Although there are plenty of resources that have been presented to you through family, friends, advertisements, even people willing to help you create a financial plan to getting debt free. Yet you complain and get into more debt, not realizing that God has only called you to be in debt to love. You may be complaining that your life isn't fair, that your career isn't where you thought it would have been. You've obtained honors from your university, interned for great companies, developed great relationships. Yet you complain about your current job because it's not what you had in mind. Although you didn't even realize that the job you're blessed to be at 
other people would be grateful for an opportunity just to get an interview with them. On top of that, you've never skipped a meal, never missed a payment, can do what you like with your check, yet you are constantly complaining to others. And that's not even half of it. I can list several more complaints. Just place your complaints in there. And let me tell you, in Proverbs chapter 17, verse 20 and 22 says, One whose heart is corrupt does not prosper. One whose tongue is perverse falls into trouble. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. We go on to read as to why there was no need for God's people to complain in the first place. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 29 through 39 says, Then I said to you, Don't tremble. Don't be afraid of them. The Lord your God, who is going ahead of you, will fight for you as you saw him fight for you in Egypt and in the desert. There you saw how the Lord your God carried you as parents carry their children. He carried you wherever you went until you came to this place. In spite of this, you didn't trust the Lord your God, who went ahead of you to find places for you to camp. He appeared in a column of fire at night and in a column of smoke during the day to show you which route to take. When the Lord heard what you said, he was angry and took this oath. Not one of these evil people will ever see the good land that I swore to give to your ancestors, except Caleb, son of Jupina. He will see it, and I will give the land that he set his feet on to him and his descendants, because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord. The Lord became angry with me because of you. He said, you won't go there either, but your assistant Joshua, son of Nun, will go there. Encourage him, because he will help Israel take possession of the land. Although you thought the little children would be captured in war, your children, who are still too young to know the difference between good and evil, will enter that land. I will give it to them and they will take possession of it. We must stop murmuring and complaining. We may not understand everything that's going on within our lives. We may not like where we are at and we may not like how things are going. But in order for us to have a real relationship with God, it is okay for us to let him know what is going wrong within our lives. But we want to grow in him by praying to him and let him know all the things that's occurring and confess that we can't handle it because when we are weak, God is strong. And when we admit that we're not able to do it, God is able to step in. But we must continue to praise and worship him in spite of what you're going through, because he already knows. And I know that doesn't make sense to everyone, but if you take one moment to really and I mean, really look at all that God has done for you, even within a matter of just the past 30 seconds. You would shout until you see your Savior face to face. For some of you, God could have stopped that car wreck from taking your life or having it completely alter your entire lifestyle. Yet instead of thanking God for his protection and stopping any bodily injuries from occurring, you're upset because your car is dented. I understand it may be upsetting, but honestly, would you rather your body be like the car? So begin to thank God anyway, because you're still breathing. And the last time I checked Psalm 150, it said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord.
Praise the Lord. It does not say complain. Let us pray. Dear God, I just want to say thank you for being so gracious and kind to us, even when we didn't deserve it. In spite of our complaining, you have never left us nor forsaken us. So God, my request is that you would remove a complaining spirit from us and may you purify our tongues. Give us a transformed mind in you and allow us to become obedient in doing what you have commanded us to do. May we remain faithful by speaking life into our circumstances and situations, realizing that the former things are in the past and that what you have set for us to do, we will be able to endure it as your word says in James chapter one, verse four, and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. It's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please leave us a review or a comment and share it with someone, whether it be a loved one or an enemy. Share this insightful devotion podcast with them because I believe in speaking the word of God in everyone's life and letting them know that God loves them and has great things in store for them because we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And remember, if you are ever in need of prayer and would like us to pray for you, if you have a praise report and would like to share it with us so it can be heard on this podcast, or even if you have a question, please be sure to contact us at insightfuldevotion at gmail.com. So until next time on Insightful Devotion, I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. Remember to stay encouraged, meditate on his word, and tune in next time as we dive deep in the word of God. I'm David, and you've been listening to Insightful Devotion. Insightful Devotion.